Coming at you from the EBITDA Growth System Studios, looking out at the beautiful Rocky Mountains. My name is Dave Gapkiewicz and I'm with Mike Watkins, and we want to welcome you to the Making Business Profitable podcast. Good day, Dave. Good day, Michael. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. I can't believe uh, we're at the end of 2023 so quickly. Yeah, it's a, it's a Christmas season, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but uh, and now I got the Mr. Grinch. Oh, come on, man. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> I, let our I, listeners. I told you, I'm, I told you, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not grumpy yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell our listeners what's going on with you. Well, uh, one of our coaches came up to me and he said, "Hey, I want to do a 10 day fast." Will you do it with me? I think he's just picking on me because I'm a fat guy. And he's like, hey, I'm going to make this guy do it with me, right? So, uh, yeah, he talked me into doing a 10-day fast. Um, so I'm not eating anything solid for 10 days. I, I am taking in some nutrition, taking in a little bit of protein, but it's all liquid. Um, and it's a very low-calorie diet, very low-calorie. But it's, it's a fast. It's about 120 calories a day. And I, I really would like to come alongside you. I'm not quite sure what that looks like. I guess that means hiding my Babe Ruth. Or, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate you not bringing in donuts <laughs> for a week. A, I, just so everybody knows, I used to be about 110 pounds before I met Mike. <laughs> Everything he brings in, I'm allergic to. I, uh, I kind of swell. <laughs> that's, uh, no, man, I, I encourage you and certainly will come alongside you in, yeah. in all seriousness i won't be bringing in the junk food it's if a, i do it'll be it's a double dose man dave's going after me too yeah so you got kevin saying hey do this 10 day fast and then you got dave saying hey i'm going to do this q1 this low calorie thing will you do it with me i'm like so i guess i'm off to 2023 start not i just i got suckered into doing it with a couple other people so i'm gonna it's good for my health so it's, it's great for your health so and there you uh, go. I'm trying to. No I'm, one wants to do that by themselves. So it's good to yeah. have, you know, support there. Got to do more podcasts, man. If we got to do more podcasts, got to be better. I got to live a little longer. Right on. Right on. So, so what are we going to talk about today? You know, I this was uh this was your this was your thought today and I thought it was really good because you posted this up on the wall in our office and uh and you brought it to this. So uh I'll let you describe it because I think you've done a phenomenal job. Okay, we're, that's what we're going to do today then. Um, this this concept of small, consistent efforts. Um, I was reading a book um, over the holidays. Um, it's an investment book. But, uh, you know, one of the things that jumped out at me in that book was the, uh, the, the power of, um, what, what do you call it, when... when uh, Compound interest, man. The power of compound interest. Yeah, as long as the market's going in the right way, you're 100 percent right. Well, you know, but it's it's but time phase, right? Well, you know, if you take it out of the context of of the market and just talk about putting money aside every month and the uh, the the way that compound interest works, it's it's just unbelievable. It huh? is it is a fact. Yeah. That if in the last 70 years. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit turns into a lot of bit because of compound interest. And you have blips, highs, and lows, but on average, it always trends in the same direction. Sure, sure. Because we have a great country. And so conceptually, then, this idea of small, consistent efforts really looks like compound interest, right? It has a, it has a cumulative effect that, uh, that uh, it's hard to fathom until you look in the rearview mirror and see, wow, 
just a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. We see that. Yeah, uh, uh, totally. In so it, many different aspects of what we do. It's uh, people struggle with patience today. It's they set a goal and they want to get they want to get to a hundred. They want to get to a hundred right now, but they need to go from three to four, four to five. They can't can't just jump to a hundred today, right? Right. So, right. so it's uh, you got to put patience in your pocket. You got to hold on to it pretty tight and take one day at a time and trend in the right direction, right? It's, it's you're so right. I mean, when we when we sit with our clients and and we uh, you know, it's 2023 now. We're ending 2022 and looking towards 2023 and and trying to provide advice and counsel for you know putting the business plan together for 2023. Man, they they had such you know uh, a, a strong 2022 that mm-hmm. now they want to grow 25, 40, 60 percent. Yeah. And you're like, hey, 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 yo, hey. yo, yo, yo. It's, 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 uh, That's let's uh, pump the brakes a little. Let's let's just do let's just do better. Yes. And focus on these small, consistent efforts. And when you look back at the end of the year, you might be 20, 30%. Let's take one foot in front of the other. Sure, because run, these, right? uh, these small to medium-sized businesses don't die of starvation usually. They, dis- they die of indigestion. indigestion. That's right. They, they will have taken on too much. So that's what we're going to talk about today is you know small, consistent efforts. And when you do small, consistent efforts, you set out – if you set out to, to triple – you know, you're going to run out of gas really fast because you realize I'm never going to triple, and then you just give up. It's just like lifting weights, right? Trying to go for your max right now and wonder why you can't do it eight times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you give up because yeah. that hurt really badly, right? Yep, it didn't end well. But if you do small, consistent efforts, then it prevents this procrastination or this indecision, right? I mean, you just, every day you, you're going to commit to doing these things, and they have a cumulative effect. And then you become really good at doing those things and, and your business thrives, you thrive as, a, as an individual, people around you thrive. So, um, yeah, that's, so what's the first thing we, we, t- we talked about this day? What, what's the first thing from a small, consistent effort? Like You know me, man. You know me, the first thing, the first thing I go to is accountability. Uh, I think from the owners to the first tier managers, those leaders, and all the way down to the people that are operating the business um, as far as operating machines. Sure. Um, that accountability is key. First off, there are so many owners that we've, see, we've seen in the last five years that operate in a black box. Yeah. Like, how do you come up with your quotes? You know, I just kind of put my, I kind of feel it. It's gut feel. It's the gut feel we're making money. Are you making money? It's gut feel. Uh, you know, and then middle managers are like, uh, "What's your job? Keep the shop running." Well, yeah. Well, what do you What do you help do? How do you How do you keep the shop running? Well, I just keep it running. Yeah. So you just get all the machines running, and everybody goes outside and smokes cigarettes. <laughs> it's the shop running, you know. <laughs> you know, and then the people running the floor, like, "Hey, what are the rules here? What What do you do? How often do you do it? Well, you know, this week we have to do this, but you know, if I if I just hang out for another week, that rule will go away, mm-hmm. because we got the flavor of the week, the kind of thing, and we see that all the time and people work so hard to go in those circles round and round in circles and dave to your point if you if you established a plan and tried to execute against that plan it takes way less energy than you know pandemonium uh, pandemonium that's right you're 100 percent right so that accountability i mean the that's that's what we bring to owners it's not a sales pitch it's just what we do whether it's us or anybody an owner needs a board of directors to bounce the ideas off, make sure that 
the decisions that he's seeing for his company or she's seeing for her company are the right decisions and getting good feedback from people who have been there totally. and, and bounce some things off of them and then say, hey, this is my strategy for the year. This is what I'm thinking. What do you think? Hey, I have, I have this employee doing this. What do you think? I, hey, I have this customer pushing back on this. What do you think? That is so important. That's something I wish I had 30 years ago because, because if I had that, if I had that, it'd be tremendous. So that, and that's why, that's why my passion is for this business is to give people something I didn't have 30 years ago because now after having so many men and women invest in me, I saw what that accountability does and you see the result of it and how wonderful that is because it gives you hope. It brings hope to execution, right? Yes. And then for that middle level manager who's reporting to you as a business owner, um, you know, from an accountability standpoint, if you know where you're headed and this person's job it is to support you in that, yep. um, then you can hold them accountable to the flow down. That's right. Right? So this is what we're going to accomplish this year. This is your role in, the, in accomplishing that. Mm-hmm. And then um, if, if you're having difficulty, is it because you need training? Let's get you some training, right? Because w- when we talk to these small to medium-sized business owners and they say that's, that's our management team right there, those two or three people, and you go and talk to those two or three people, they're like, yeah, that's my title, but I, I make parts. Yep. And you know what the, You know what most all of them are missing? What's that? A, one, a formal one-on-one where they're talking about this is your job description, and this is how you're doing against that. These are your weak points. These are your strong points. You keep doing this. Hey, let's correct this a little bit on a regular basis instead of, hey, I went through six months, and I've been doing something wrong the whole time, and I just found out, and I'm devastated emotionally. Yeah. But I have that. I have that regular cadence where I understand where the leadership wants this company and I know exactly what my job is and we're talking about it every week and I know right where I'm at. I know where I'm good. I know where I'm not good. I know where we need to work on. I know. And when I'm struggling with something, I have an hour dedicated to me every week with the owner. Hey, I'm struggling with this. And those one-on-ones, so many people get wrapped up in just making parts that they don't want to invest. So the owner needs to take time and invest in that first layer of management. He has to. She has to. Because if it doesn't, there's no backup for that owner, right? Yeah, yeah. And that manager then should be looking at a, you know, 70, 30, 60, 40. I don't know, 65, 35. 65% of the time, yes, you're making parts for us because that's just the nature of the beast. We're a small to medium-sized business. But, you know, 30% of your time is going to include our one-on-ones. That's right. uh, Giving me feedback on where we're headed. And then you tending to the care and feeding of, of your individual employees. you got to spend 30% of your time doing that, 70% of your time making parts. This is exactly why we're doing the what's in it for me in May or June. We're yeah. going to set a date here in the next couple of weeks, but we're going to do a seminar uh, where people come, where people take their first level managers and they send them to us, and we're going to teach them what's in it for them. Why should they, if the owner's hauling 50,000 pounds and you're dragging this business along, why should they take 25,000 pounds off of that owner's shoulders? Why should they help out? Why should they be invested? What's in it for me? Because once they understand they have that communication and they start getting educated and they start learning what they can do and how they can help the business, your business goes from one to two million, two to four million, four to eight million, and you start growing tremendously because now, what's, what's the phrase, many hands make light work? Sure. So you start having that. So that way you get vested managers. Then the professional development on their part is just amazing, right? It is. It is. And then, 
and then you're tight because you're winning together. You're on a winning team. Yeah. Like, uh, I wish the Avalanche were in this position today, but when everybody was winning, we were run, making run for the Stanley Cup last year. Everybody, they were hurting, but they were having fun, man. And they were they were breaking ankles for each other, right? Yeah. I mean, some yeah. of these guys playing hurt and do it. You don't do that. You do that when you're winning. You'll do anything to win. Sure, sure. And you pull a lot of extra weight. So that's that's great. And but when you're talking to floor people, you're talking about the people that are running the floor, running machines, or running service calls. You got to have very clear and unambiguous expectations, right? Absolutely. And uh, man, we don't want to sound like a broken record, but today, if you're not pouring into these people. And, and and telling them what winning looks like so they can come to work every day and win. Um, it's because they're the ones who are generating your metrics around mm-hmm. um, uh, on-time delivery and earned hours and, and safety. and They're generating the score. They're, gener- they're generating the score. That's right. And so if you can explain what the score is and how they can win at the score, they will pull the wagon so hard for you. And you know what you got to do, Mike? What's that? Got to talk to them. Yeah. You can't treat them like a mushroom. Yeah. You know, put them by the machine, shut the door, and, oh, good luck. You know, feed them lots of crap, right? Yeah. You don't do that. You got to talk to them. You got to tell them the score. You got to tell them the goals and tell them how they're helping you hit it and how important they are. And you know what? And they start pulling the wagon, too. So now you have the owner, you have the first-level managers, and then you have all the people on the floor pulling the rope. And you're getting – and then what happens to the business? Now you're talking about exponential growth. But this is a day-over-day-over-day exercise. This isn't something, hey, I had had my one-on-one this month with my – manager oh i had a i had a uh twice a year meeting a town hall with my team so they all know what's happening in Mm. in the uh in the company that's not nearly enough time you have to show them you care and you do that by sharing the information sharing the score sharing what their part in this success story is right absolutely and uh you business owners out there if you need to put this stuff on a calendar you know if if you know friday's at two Right. I mean, I'm, do what you got to do to to get this accountability thing under control. But um, it has to be a part of your of, of your approach to uh, your business because it's it's a critical path for success. I'm going to take away the excuse. You ready? Yeah. So people are like, I don't have time to put an hour meeting. together. I don't want another hour meeting in that hour. You're honing what that next group does. And that's going to gain you four, five, six hours during the week because oh, they're going to start doing more stuff for you and doing it just the way you want it. So don't look at it, don't look at it, at it like you're spending an hour. You're investing an hour to get five hours back. So that's what we're talking about, these small, consistent efforts. I know it could, you start out at 30 minutes, but start out and do it consistent. Don't miss it and stay consistent. And, and that gets you major gains down the road. Make sure you have town halls every month. Be consistent. Don't miss them. Make them meaty. You'll go over some sure, really good stuff, sure, right? Sure. But got to very stay very, very consistent. That's probably the number one thing I see missing in small businesses is consistency. Yeah. And uh, we'll move on to number two in a second here. But, Dave, I think also for these you know, business owners that just don't feel comfortable with that, don't worry about it, doing it right and doing it good. Just do it. I mean, your 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 workforce is going to appreciate that that effort. And and oh, by the way, as you do it more, you will get you'll find your voice, and you'll do it better and better, and it, it it'll be all good. And you know what? Call me if if you want to run something. I had a buddy in Ohio reach out the other day and say, "Hey, I'm going to put a letter together for my 
for all my employees, just give them an end of the year thing. This is what I'm thinking. What do you think? And we had like a three or four minute conversation. I just sitting down. I was having a cup of coffee. I didn't mind. Yeah. Didn't cost him anything. Sure, sure. But I gave. But we're in it for the relationship, making impact on people, right? So, if you don't know, if you're lost, I mean, you always have somebody to call. You can get a hold of us. Absolutely. So, accountability, certainly one of the areas where you know, mm-hmm. um, small consistent efforts will pay off. What's another area? Metrics, and um, talk about financial metrics. Talk about gross margin. You know, so we have. All the cost of goods sold is what your managers and what your people on the floor can impact. And so in below cost of goods sold, you have a gross margin or your gross profit. Mm -hmm. People call it both things. Um, And say your gross profit, gross margin. I'm going to stick with gross margin. Is that okay, Mike? Yep. Say it's 38%. Well, our goal, you need to be in the 50s. You need to be 50% or above. And we we want you to keep pushing that, right? So, But you don't go from 38 to 50 you go from 38 to 39, Yep. right? Mm, right. That's right. a financial metric. Just And what you do is when you go from 38% gross margin to 39%, 39 to 40, 40 to 41, when you do that, you have to worry about the net profit at the bottom because that just takes care of itself. You just yeah. work on the one that you can really control mm-hmm. and, that, and you can get the most hands on the rope, right? So you work on that one. As far as operations, say your on-time delivery is like, no one's going to be surprised if I say if your on-time delivery is 50%. 50% of your jobs you ship on time. I mean, how many times do we see that? Yeah. Uh, if we saw 50%, we'd be shaking hands. Yep. So, I mean, so you don't go from 50 to 100. You go from 50 to 51, 51 to 52. And that's where these small, consistent efforts to where you want to beat last month. You want to beat last week. You want to beat yesterday. Yes, yes. And on that untimed delivery front, man, once you start getting that under control, you get to monetize that by uh, giving uh, – the customer delivery, right? And then you get to keep price. So you say, uh, you can have it on this day for this much, but I can give it to you a week earlier for this much, and I can give it to you day after tomorrow for this much. And we've seen increases in pay by 300%. Say, get it to me next week, and I'll pay you 300%. And if if you have a way, a systematic way to work your schedule to do it to where you don't disrupt the whole shop, it's 200% in your pocket. Yeah. That's and that's that's how you grow, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So and that's small consistent efforts in making your schedule bulletproof, understanding it. You don't start by lining up say, "Hey, we work 40 hours a week and I'm going to schedule all 40 and we're going to get all 40 hours." That's ridiculous. Most people are not over 90% efficient. So at best you're going to be 90% of 40 hours. So yeah. don't plan on 40 hours. Plan on 30 hours. Yeah, yeah. And you plan on 30 hours, and then it's like, hey, we got 34 hours of work. Well, great. And then start, then plan on 32 hours, then plan on 33 hours. And that's how you that's how you fix on-time delivery, just a little tidbit, but small, consistent efforts in making that bulletproof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's – and, again, once you start winning yeah, around those metrics, um, people get – they get jazzed. They get, they get excited. That's right. Um, we like jazz. Yeah, yeah, and they see, they see the scoreboard just ringing up, and man, I mean, it's it's just it's just a beautiful thing. It's a, it it improves the culture, and when you have a great culture and everyone's winning, all of a sudden, these people that you poured into are now referring your company to their That's buddies, right. and uh, the good the good people already work for somebody. So you, you know how to get them. You know, it's awesome, Mike. That very theory about schedule on time delivery applies to safety. You know, what can we do today to make it a better, a safer workplace? It applies to efficiency. 
how do we make this process better? It applies to all the productivity metrics, right? Sure, sure. It applies to quality and scrap and, hey, we have a problem. How do we, how do we eliminate this scrap issue? What? And this is a question you ask. You don't say, hey, you know, Joe and Sarah in the corner, they, they make a lot of mistakes. No, 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 no. What process did you give Joe and Sarah? How do you make that process better to where Joe and Sarah can't make a bad part? That's what you need to think about. So, but it's small, consistent, educating events where you bring people up and you invest in them and mix, and then you bring all your metrics up. And that's why metrics are so important because you don't know how you did last week unless you look at it and talk about it. Yeah, you, you absolutely have to trend your metrics in order to see any improvement. That's right. Uh, and in the same way, you know, you can see if you're backsliding and like, okay, what's, what's going on now that, you know, we're losing ground, what's happening, right? I mean, so it's a real early warning system for you. So what's the last one, Mike? Well, I think the last one is, uh, in terms of small, consistent efforts, is uh, the next man up, you know, succession planning. So, you know, you're a business owner, you have a company, you're going to give it 10 more years, and then what's next? Um, well, if you want to pass it on to the next generation, or if you want to sell it, it doesn't matter. You have to have um, the next man up. That's in, right. In order to keep the value of your company high. And uh, the next man up doesn't just show up one day and ready to go. I mean, you have to invest in that person. And every day that you encounter a challenge, you bring that person in, hey, how would how would we work through this challenge? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, these... So how does, uh, if you're a tier one manager, you know, you answer to the owner or the president of the company. Yeah. How, what does it look like to give a small consistent effort to say, hey, I have 80 hours a week of work to do and I only got 50 hours to do it. How do I, what, what does a small consistent effort look like to one of my subordinates? Give, give a couple examples. Answer, ask that question again. What would a small, consistent effort look like if I was a manager and I had subordinates? Yes. And, but I got, I don't have any time. Yes. Because I, I, I have the weight of the world of the business. The owner's expecting all this of me, and I only have so much time. What does a small, consistent effort to look like for the next guy? Right. How, how, or the next guy or gal? How do I invest in them? What, what does a small, consistent effort look like? Yeah, it's, it's uh, the stereotypical answer to that would be delegation, right? And so I got 800 pounds of crap for my two-pound bag, and I've got to give it to somebody. Now, if you're going to give it to one of your promising individual contributors, mm-hmm. right, you still own that task, but you're going to give it to this um, one of your individual contributors and tell them when you're done, you know, bring it back to me, and they will bring it back to you, and it's not what you expected, mm-hmm. right? So you're like, I lost time. No, you didn't lose time because you're going to go back and go, this looks great except for these three things, and then the next time that shows up on your desk, boom, you just give it to that person, right? And that person, you spent some time with them, you know, small, consistent efforts to grow their capability. Mm-hmm. And if you have five people working for you and you delegate to all five of them over time, they are able to just take your load. And here's the crazy part about it. Their job, they like their job better now because they their job has been enriched. They feel like they're getting something done. They feel like they're part of it. Totally. In the same way that when your boss who owns the company gives you a couple of things, you're, feel, you're like, yeah, we, my, you know, the boss thought I was capable mm-hmm. of doing that. And uh, so, that, yeah, that's how you distribute that load. Absolutely. And, and so many people are afraid of shadowing a little bit. 
But it's like, hey, youngster, follow me around for a little bit. This is what I want you to start doing. Yeah. Watch me. And then you watch them, and then you let them, and then you give them a little bit of rope. And it works. It works. It does. And, and But you have to give up on the black box concept that you opened up with, right? That's right. You, the black box isn't what makes you so powerful or valuable. The black box, all it does is detracts from the, your value, actually. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, no, i got to replace so-and-so because they're the only ones that know this. i got to get someone in there right away. But when you can turn what you know into a tool that eight, ten other people can do what you can do now, look at what you're doing for the company. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. you're a leader. Now you're a leader. You're not and, a hero. You're a and, leader. Yeah, and you're a leader because you're pouring into these people, and, uh, and, and they want to be poured into. If you have someone on your team who mm-hmm. doesn't want to be poured into, you, you may have an issue. If they're pulling the wagon for you, okay, then if that's – if this is where you want to be your entire career, you do that here because we love your work. That's right. right. But um, yeah, not everybody has to rise to the top. Some no. people will love being where they're at. Absolutely. If, and if they're really good at where they're at, sometimes that's because they like doing what they're yeah. doing. Yeah. And you just right on. You're my man. You know. And yep. And you um, pay a little more money every year. Yeah. Totally. Totally. So you know, these are I think three really important areas for small, consistent efforts. Um, in 2023, um, they have a cumulative effect well beyond the time and energy that you have to invest. But uh, it does take a little bit of discipline. And um, if, if not us, you should have somebody um, who's holding you accountable to these things. If you put your mind to it and you take these small efforts and you're consistent with them, your company will turn into a company you didn't even recognize last year. You will win, your people will win, and your customers will win, and everything's going to get better for you. Right on, Dave. Right on, Mike. We at EBITDA Growth Systems do what we do to impact lives through improving business performance. To get access to our content or engage us in any way, you can reach our contact page or any of our information on our website at www.ebitagrowthsystems.com.